Oh, I got a bad feeling about this. Um, Sports Central. Yes, it's a little crazy, but we're used to it by now. Sports Central, brought to you by Fresco's Downtown Lakeland. Your host is Neil Duncan. Thank you, Eric, and uh, everything you said is absolutely true. You should be terrified of the next hour right here on uh, <laughs> Talk 96.7, Sports Central. Ah! <laughs> Joined, as always, by Rebecca Messina and Caitlin Patterson. How are we doing tonight? I'm great. How are you? Hmm. Don't be too excited to be here, Neil. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean, look, it's that time of year. You know, you hear me talk about in the office. It's football season. You're getting to the end of baseball season where the playoffs are coming. You're about halfway through the high school football season. So, so that's the best time of year. It's not a bad one. Well, no, it's not the best time of year. The, the best time of year is when you hear year. kids say, trick or treat, because as soon as I hear those words, I'm in the attic getting the Christmas decorations down. That's the best time of year. Caitlin's face. She did not agree with that. You gotta wait till after Thanksgiving for Christmas. False. Actually, you, you are correct because just because I get them down doesn't mean my wife lets me put them up. So we go get the Christmas tree. Good. Thanksgiving so, so afternoon, evening. She's the hold up on decorations. She thinks that, well, okay, so we have a deal. Boy, we're already down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> The first Florida State football game I can put out fall decorations. Okay, that's Because fair. I'm from up north and I miss the seasons. Like yeah. down here, you have two seasons, hot and hotter, right? Yeah. So I miss the seasons and the changing of the seasons. So that's how I how I cope with that. So you put out fall decorations and it's football season. That's fair. And then, so if I'm doing that the last part of August, first part of September, by the time I get to Thanksgiving, it... Slowly it's up. Correct. Okay. That's Anyways, how you doing, Caitlin? Good. <laughs> All right. Good. All right. So last week on this program, I was not here. In and spirit, was, you were. There was some. Well, I, I was listening and maybe shooting a few texts, but there was a conversation about high school football. So we'll get to that in a second. In our second segment, we're going to talk to Walt Engel about the upcoming Orange Cup Regatta, and I think it's called Coffees and Cars. Coffee and Cars. There yeah. we go. I'm I mean, excited I'm to hear about that. I'm down for coffees. Why, but... yeah, <laughs> plural. Um, and then, of course, we're going to make our, our picks and all that. But, James, if you are listening, last week you were talking some high school football and talking about rivalries. Some of the stuff you said I agreed with. Some of it I did not agree with. Uh, 682-1430. <laughs> if you're listening today, James, 682-1430. Uh, as you look at it, we look at last week's scores. Uh, Lakeland over Winter Haven, 28-12. Closer than maybe some people thought that that game was going to be. Uh, I know Lakeland uh, had some injuries during that game, had some injuries going into that game, uh, but the Dreadnoughts did what the Dreadnoughts do. They won the game 28-12 to over Winter Haven. I believe Winter Haven is 2-2 two and two on the season. Big district contest this uh, this week, tomorrow night at Bartow High School. Uh, the winner of that game really has the inside track to win the district, and then, of course, with that uh, probably comes a home field um, game in the playoffs. Bartow gets past Auburndale last week, 14 to six. Lake Region all over Lake Placid, 34 to eight. Hardy uh, comes up short, 34 uh, 29. Lakeland Christian they get the win. In fact, I believe Lakeland Christian's playing tonight on the road. Frostproof all over Avon Park, 49 to nothing. Uh, Mulberry gets the win over Santa Fe Catholic, 59 to three. Rich Community can't get on the board. They lose to East Ridge, 31 to nothing. Fort Meade over Victory Christian 21-14 in what has been really a good rivalry game, uh, which I know, James, that's one of the things he called about. What are the best rivalries in Polk County? 
uh, and that is certainly one that has been budding over the last few years. Points in all over Tenorock, 51 to nothing. Uh, as I said a moment ago, Lake Christian on the road to take on Evangel. What does that say? Evangelical. Evangelical Christian. Man, I got to yep, get okay. <laughs> I am going to the eye doctor on Monday, so there you go. Evangelical. Uh, that's 7 o'clock tonight on the road, so good luck to them. Looking at this week, um, Fort Meade at Indian Rocks Christian. That's 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Santa Fe Catholic versus Out of Door. Uh, that's at 7 o'clock as well. Zephyr, versus who? Uh, that's the name of it. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Out of Door. Zephyr Hills Christian will be uh, traveling uh, here t- to Polk County, take on Victor Christian, 7 o'clock. Um, and then you also have, if I know how to use this I machine. I have them written down. Winter Haven at Bartow, <laughs> 7.30 there at Bartow Memorial Stadium. Mulberry at Tinnerock. Lake Wells at Davenport. George Jenkins at Kathleen. Haines City at Ridge Community. That's a big rivalry game there. Auburndale versus Lake Region. Lakeland versus Lake Gibson. That should be a good game. Uh, Lake Gibson's got a really good offense. Um, of course, Lakeland is Lakeland. And then uh, we already mentioned... Um, that Bartow and Winter Haven game. Yeah, I'm shocked you didn't talk about Bartow longer. Um, they're getting a lot of publicity right now. Uh, still undefeated, five and zero in the season, but uh, it it's a long season, right? Yeah. I might. I'll be honest. I've never hidden, and we've talked about this before, uh, that I'm a Bartow guy. I've never hidden that I'm a Florida State fan. Um, you might hear some more talk. After tonight, if the Yellow Jackets can get the win. Okay. I'm going to be quiet about it. That's fair. Humility is a be, good thing, right? You don't right? want to be cocky about it. Well, I, I, well Winter Haven, it's, look, any time a Polk County team plays another Polk County team, you can pretty much throw out the records because as James, and he must not be with us tonight, uh, 682-1430, James, if you are. But <laughs> um, those rivalry games, you know, you have your traditional uh, Bartone Fort Meade. You know, they're separated by like eight miles. You've got your Kathleen, Kathleen, excuse me, Lakeland game uh, that's at the end of the season. You know, Kathleen hasn't been as good as they uh, were in, in previous years, and Lakeland continues to be dominant like they have. Uh, but you have those rivalry games. Bartow Lake Wales is one of the best rivalry games in the, in the county. It just really is. But when you play each other and you know each other and you live in this Polk County community, those games are important. And so I I don't know. He was talking about last week what is the best rivalry game in Polk County, um, and he threw out some games that I can't remember because I'm getting old and I don't remember stuff like I used to. <laughs> uh, but there was one I was like, no, that's not the best rivalry game in Polk County. But now you're not from here, neither one of you yeah. originally. No. So you guys weren't brought up in that high school football, high school basketball, Polk County rivalries. Not Polk no, County, not but like County. it was definitely – culture where I grew up. Yeah. I mean, I had Hillsborough County, so I had Robinson and Plant High School, which is a huge yeah. rivalry. It's what makes high school yeah. s- sports so you great. You guys played uh, my high school rivals. Yeah, Martin County. Yeah. Yeah. First uh, regular guys, season game. You guys killed them. Well, it was... <laughs> uh, you guys, Bartow did. I mean, you know, I don't suit up for Bartow, so we'll call it they won, mm-hmm. but... I include you in the Bartow okay. community. Well, that's, that's very nice of you. <laughs> But I think, uh, you know, it's long been said as we talk about local sports here because there's there's definitely continuity between, you know, you guys see the number of softball events we host in Polk County, recruit those events, those events occur. 
but there's great high school softball here. So people know the Bartow softball brand and Lake Wales. They've mm-hmm. won multiple state championships. And, you know, you look at Lakeland Christian soccer, uh, the girls' side. Oh, that, my God. They're crazy. They're so good. So there's Wait, a correlation Caitlin, between. They've, they've won the, what is it, the state championship? Lakeland Christian girls' soccer? Three straight for them, I believe. Three years in a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Just so you know what we're talking about. They're well, crazy. Back in the day, and again, this isn't a Barto thing. I just know more about them. They won five straight state championships in softball. Like, oh, there's so that. much talent in this county. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we talk about it. If you're listening, you've heard us say it a thousand times, talking about the Polk County Health Sports Awards in June. That's why events like that exist, because there are so many recognitions to hand out. There's so many events. And when we come back uh, from break and we talk to Walt Engel, he talked about the Orange Cup Regatta. This is the 80, uh, we're going to have to ask him. I don't remember. It's like 80. I want to say 82. 82, 83. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. But traditions like that, you go back to rivalries. You go back to uh, long standing events that, that, you know, the Tigers being here, 85, 86 plus years. Yeah. That's what makes a community. And, you know, all the data, all the research talking about how sports keep kids out of trouble and, and lead to an opportunity to go to college or further your education or all those things, that is the power of sports. So I don't know how we got there, but we certainly started talking about it. We're going to go ahead and go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about one of those great events, the Orange Cup Regatta. Stick around for the second segment right here on Talk Radio 96.7 WLKF. Talk Radio 96.7 Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by the Lakeland Ledger. We are heading back into it with Caitlin, Becky, and Neil. Welcome back to Sports Central. Thank you so much, Eric Clark. You know what the one consistency of this show is? The good music? No. Oh, okay. I mean, yes, but it's Eric Clark. <laughs> it's Eric Clark. How many years have you been here now, Eric? Uh, 18. 18. Almost as long as the Orange Cup Regatta has been in Polk County. No, wow. this is Didn't the 80- we just say it's like 82? It's 85, actually. <laughs> I was going to say. But I you know it's what? It's been around a little longer. Well, <laughs> it's close. It's about the same. But instead of us guessing on things, let's welcome our first guest to the program. Uh, Walt Engel is joining us now. Uh, going to talk to us about a couple things, but uh, Walt, thanks for the time, and thanks for coming on Sports Central. Sure, thank you. Glad to be here. So you've been running this event and your dad and the committee a little longer than Eric's been hosting this show or been a part of the, producing this show. Um, they're close. Uh, 1885th running coming up. Uh, tell us when the event is. Uh, and maybe for listeners that are driving home right now and they don't necessarily know that this is one of the premier races in the country, tell them exactly what they need to know. Okay. Gosh, there's, uh, there's an awful lot there. One, um, I appreciate um, elevating my status to helping run this. I really have, <laughs> I've been just, I've been just a, a probably just a, a very attached spectator for a number of years. That my, uh, my my grandfather started the race back I think it was 89 years ago. There were four years they didn't race. Um, two years during World War II and two when they were dredging the lake and there was no water there. So obviously, boat race becomes pretty pretty difficult. But uh, <laughs> It's been a great race. It's what if you grew up in Lakeland, it's just something that it was. It was like Christmas and Thanksgiving. It was race weekend. Race weekend came up too. And years ago, they used to leave all the buoys out in the that they had originally put out there. They 
we're out there permanently in the lake. And every day was a reminder of you know, waiting for the boat races to show back up, at least for me. Uh, so I kind of grew up with a mom and dad. Uh, they've been very instrumental in, in basically organizing and coordinating a lot of it, obviously with lots and lots of volunteers and a whole lot of help. It takes a lot of people to make it work, but, but they've been doing that for, for 35 years. So it's, Really, I, I, mean, I hate to come out and make any statements as far as how it compares to other venues, but I, I think if you looked, it's probably the longest-running race on the same venue in, in the state of Florida, and maybe even southeast. So it's very neat. It's, it's got a lot of history there, a lot of memories. I, you grew up in Lakeland. There's a whole lot of people that just remember Boat Race Weekend. I'll talk about it. Uh, this year, it's going to be uh, on Saturday, October 21st, and Sunday, October 22nd. Of course, if you are a fanatic and love hearing the boats and being around the energy of a race come down on Friday too. There are going to be the test and tunes and a lot of boats around and a lot of activity going on then too. So it's just, uh, you know, a lot of neat stuff to see. And, and those who've been to the venue know Lake Hollingsworth is also just a beautiful place to go, go walk. You've got a, I think it's 2.89 miles around the lake. It's a perfect walking distance to walk around and see and look, you can see the race all the way around. Very few race courses where you can see every bit of the racetrack everywhere you go. And, uh, and just like, a, lot, a lot of neat stuff to see. There'll be some extremely fast boats here this year. And we have the, the, the privilege of, of hosting the Eastern Divisional Championships. Um, it's for Eastern Division, but for inboards, but it's open to anybody in the country. So we should have some great boats there for that. Um, well, whatever else y'all want to know. I, I will, yeah, well, uh, I think I think that, the, the again, if you're just joining us, talking to Walt Engel about the Orange Cup Regatta 2023, uh, October 21st and 22nd there at Lake Hollingsworth, and partnerships. Partnerships are important. You talked about the longevity of the event, uh, 85th year, uh, a great board, great leadership with the Engel family, uh, but also the partnerships with the county through uh, Visit Central Florida Sports as well as um, – the city of Lakeland, you talk about the venue itself and the way the city maintains that. And all those things are important. You know, when these events uh, don't just show up, uh, they have to have great facilities. And, and this event could go away if it weren't for that dedication of all those partners uh, that, that, that I just mentioned. And, and talk about that real quick because it takes that, you know, you briefly hit on it. It takes that volunteer core yeah. to make sure that everybody's safe and it's a quality event for everybody participating. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, because you've got that. Oh, no, a great thanks to the city of Lakeland for letting us have that venue every year. A great support there. They've come out, you have to survey the course, get everything set up, you know, provide all the all the assistance and, and getting those buoys replaced when, when drivers every now and then hit one of them. Um, certainly with, with the, you know, the Lakeland Police Department and their help and, and blocking off the roads. Um, you've got uh, just seems like so many departments, the Parks and Recreation folks, everybody's involved with getting that ready. And then there's a whole lot of stuff that goes into it even before that, as far as making sure the lake is is clean and, and right. I mean, not a dirty lake, but I mean, you've got you know, weeds, you got things that grow there. It's outside. Uh, they're making sure that the whole venue is ready to go, um, and they maintain that year round because it's a beautiful facility. And absolutely, uh, visit Central Florida Sports. I've been a big a big help every, the last I don't know how many years. And making sure so it's turned into really not just a city event, but a county event and the cooperation there. Um, you know, everybody, everybody involved, there's a lot of stuff to coordinate there. And uh, it, it really, it, it takes, it takes that whole group, any one of those little pieces of this. And, and when you come out and see an event like that, if anybody's listening, has organized one, you, you know, if you get there and it looks like it all runs really smooth, you look like things are going great. It's pretty easy. People show up for their race. If you've ever done that, you, you know, 
all the work that goes in behind that. Mm-hmm. That lo- local hotels that, that have offered, you know, they have space. They're ready for the racers. That place to stay for people that are coming here to, to watch the race to stay. Um, there's just a, there's a whole lot of little parts of there that the, all the people that, that volunteered to be out in the, in the, the safety boats and the pickup boats. Uh, we've got uh, you know the ambulances that are there there that need to be there for the race. It's just got a whole lot of moving parts and a lot of people that put in a lot of time to make it work. Well, go to uh, Business Central Florida, uh, Business Central Florida Sports. Go to the websites or go to uh, Facebook.com backslash Orange Cup Regatta uh, to get more information uh, on the event. We got about sixty seconds. Uh, wanted to talk about something kind of cool that you guys are working on: cars and coffee. What's that all about? Okay. Well, that's yeah, that's something completely unrelating. Further, real quick. But if I could jump back real quick, one thing I wanted to tell people—I forgot to tell you what time to be out there on Saturday. Please, everybody who wants to, who can be out there about for nine o'clock. That's when things will kind of start out. We're going to have a joint effort between the Lakeland Ski Club and the Cypress Garden Ski Club. They're oh, nice. going to do a pyramid, and they're going to use that to present the flag during the national anthem. So we also appreciate those those groups being there too to uh, to add that extra. That, that extra nice touch to the beginning of the race. So, um, yeah, cars and coffee is something that a few of us started about 13 and a half years ago. We meet the first Saturday of the month out at uh, the uh, Lakeland Airport, and it's from eight to ten. And it's just a it's just they show up. It, it's supposed to be not a car show. It's supposed to be more of a gathering of people who like cars who happen to drive their favorite car out there that day. And uh, it, it's been getting bigger and bigger. It was great to have that during, you know, the pandemic and stuff when it finally got where you could, it's an outdoor thing. So we could do that. And right. it can get really good in that time. But it's just, it's a great group of people. So anybody who likes to see cars and wants to see who the local people are who are working on cars and some, anywhere from classics to exotics, we, we get all kinds of neat stuff out there. So Well, Walt, we thank you so much for taking the time to join us. That sounds like a cool event. Also, the Orange Cup Regatta, the 85th version Go to Facebook, go to Orange Cup Regatta for more information. We look forward to the event. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Walt. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. With that, we're going to go ahead and head to break. When we come back, I'm sure Becky has some sort of pick that she wants to make that no one cares about. Hey, I've been Just kidding. You're leading the picks. I, we'll be right back. <laughs> Sports Central coming right back. Kim Commando next with their Digital Minute. It's 530. Talk Radio 96.7 and Sports Central. And it's brought to you by Party Rentals. You can call him Al, but he probably won't respond. His name is Neil Duncan. Call me whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> I'm ready for dinner. Right. We were talking about that just a minute ago. And wouldn't you know it, Polk County has some great places you can go eat. So go to visitcentralflorida.org. They've got a whole campaign going on about culinary tourism, so check that out. Back here with Sports Central, got Caitlin, got Becky. I have exciting news. Oh, okay. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> this just popped up as a notification on my ESPN app. I'm terrified. The power of the Swift. <laughs> Ticket sales for Chief Jets at MetLife Stadium on SNF have spiked amid speculation that Taylor Swift might be in attendance. <laughs> Queen. <laughs> I thought, and I don't know why I thought, I thought we would get through the entire show without having to talk about this. But, here, but here we are. The Swifties have infiltrated the NFL. 
sports media is talking about Taylor Swift the more whole, than they're talking about no, football. No, I'm not saying it's not good marketing, but I think the whole thing is a farce. Like, you I think, think the whole thing, look. She's a mastermind, so I, I think, wouldn't be shocked. Oh, mastermind. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. How did she go from a really popular singer to a mastermind? She, like, drops the weirdest, like, Easter egg hints about things, and her fans, like, scramble to figure it out. She's like You don't very... think there's a whole promotional team behind okay, her I doing say, this? I won't say mastermind. I'll say she's very strategic in the way she does things. Or she is smart enough to embrace the direction that her support team is pointing her in. Look, yeah. I, I don't know if they're a couple. I don't know if they're not. You're exactly right. We're talking about it right now. <laughs> the national media is talking about it right now. And everybody's going crazy over it. So now the NFL's got to be like, yes, yep. because there's a whole group of people. Buying and tickets. I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not even worried about the tickets because I think there would have been – the Jets were not going to have a problem selling tickets. It was worse than it might have been without Aaron Rodgers after he got hurt. But they're going to sell tickets. Jets fans, population in New York, they were going to sell the tickets. They might be more expensive. Yeah. But to buy a more expensive ticket – to be in a stadium where you might be able to see Taylor Swift is absolutely ludicrous to me, and I don't understand it. Oh, girls will do it. They'll do it for for. They call her mother. They'll do it for mother. Isn't I, that I, wild? I don't understand that. I don't know why. Yeah, high five. High five. I don't know why they call her mother. It actually I makes don't. me quite uncomfortable that that's what they call when her. When you just <laughs> said it, I cringed a little bit because. It makes me so uncomfortable. The only Swifty, when you say Swifty, I think of Swiffer. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're cleaning the floor. I don't even, but I have heard the term Swifties. The whole mother thing? Yeah, it's, it's weird. weird. Do you want to hear the most, the wildest theory about the fact that it's probably fake? And why she's doing it. Okay. So she's originally from Philadelphia. She is a diehard Eagles fan. And people are saying that she thinks that the Chiefs and the Eagles will end up at the Super Bowl again. So she's trying to distract him? Yes. And right before the Super Bowl, she's going to break up with him, break his heart to ensure an Eagles win. That is the theory. (laughs) I can't get that 30 seconds of my life back. Like, all right. So anyway, I, I will say this, and let's put a bow on this, and 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 put this Christmas present away for all the Swifties and the motherland or whatever that the, the mom or whatever you have. And I'm not saying there's not crossover. I'm sure there's some Swifties out there that are NFL fans, but to bring the amount of that group. Watching the NFL, the NFL has to be like, this is fantastic. That's what makes me think this is a court. Travis Kelsey jerseys are the number one selling jersey right now in in the country. Which is wild. But they, the NFL plays into it. They changed um, some of their bios on their accounts after the game last week to be like, Taylor Swift was here with the date. Like. (laughs) It's, it's unbelievable. They're playing into it, which I think is a good marketing tactic. All right, but. let's talk some college football. Uh, before we do that, obviously the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, they're still two and a half games back of the Baltimore Orioles. If the Orioles win, the, the Orioles play tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. The Rays only have three games left, so two and a half games back, four to go for the Orioles, three to go for the Rays. If the Orioles win, they win the American League East. 
doesn't matter. Tampa's already clinched a playoff berth. It would have been nice to win the American League East, but it does not look like that's going to happen. But the Rays still have the opportunity to win 100 regular season games. They've got three games left. They're 97 and 62. All right, that's the playoff situation. College football. You don't want to read Florida State? I don't. I want to. All right. It had been seven straight meetings since FSU last beat Clemson. That's all you got to say. They won. That's it. No, we're done. (laughs) I don't have to hear anything else. Well, they are on a streak of 10 games. You said going going back to last season. season. I was a little confused when I read that, but Neil did explain it to me. Um, But they beat Clemson 31 to 24. How -hmm. happy were you? In overtime. Well, so, yeah, I might have screamed a little loud. I'm not proud of it, but it's what happened. (laughs) Who are they playing this week? They are on a bye this week. They do not uh, play anybody, and next week oh. they'll be at home against uh, Virginia Tech. A nice little little break so that they little can break. keep up their winning streak the week later. Yeah, that works, but okay. <laughs> well, every winner deserves a break. University of Florida, let's move on. Let's get this <laughs> over with. On a night, the Florida offense was held to – I cannot read. Florida offense was held to a single touchdown sophomore – Police kicker Trey Smack picked his team up by making five field goals, including a 54-yarder, and the 25th-ranked Gators did enough to right, put a 22-7 victory eh, on the books for a sellout crowd. We've already wasted enough time on that team. <laughs> I, I'll tell you who I do want to talk about. The University of South Florida USF football team, uh, close loss to Alabama. Of course, Alabama's n- – at least that wild. week, they, it, they Alabama wasn't who they Were. normally are. But they corrected it this past week against Ole Miss, so really don't know about this Alabama team. But USF has been bad, like bad, bad, over the last number of years. And this team, I'm going to call it now, has an outside chance to play for the conference championship this season. I think this team is that good. I think the new coaching staff is doing a great job. I'm not saying they're going to get there. I'm not saying they're going to win it. But I think they have a chance to get to the conference championship game. Uh, Of course, they get a 42-29 win over Rice. They even the record this past weekend to uh, 2-2 and and uh, 1-0 in the conference, which I'm not sure why that says 0-1. They won. Um, So Saturday, they'll be at Raymond James. Uh, taking on Navy, which is a always a tough test because of the offense that Navy runs. But we'll see what happens. Wait, they're not. They're on the road. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. I say at home? They're on the road. Yeah. They're Anyways. in Annapolis, Maryland. Yeah. All right. NFL, I was, I was wrong. I shouldn't have said what I said when we went to break. Everyone cares about Becky's picks. Because I'm I leading. W- I was angry. Um, she's leading the pick. Pick them. We don't know how. It's like... By the grace of God. Well, it's like the NCAA <laughs> tournament. If you get somebody that doesn't watch college basketball season, they tend to do better because they don't overthink it. Yeah. So we got two minutes. I'm just going to run down the scores from last week. Giants 12, 49ers 30. 49ers took the game. Colts took a victory 22 over the Ravens 19. Broncos 20, Miami 70, which was wild. Uh, the Texans took a win 37 over the Jags 17. Titans 3, Browns 27, Chargers 28, Vikings 24, Saints 17, Packers 18, Pats 15, Jets 10, Falcons 6, Lions 20, Bills 37, Commanders 3, it's also pretty wild, um, Panthers 27, Seahawks 37, Bears 10, Chiefs 41, Cowboys 16, Cardinals 28, Steelers 23, Raiders 18, Eagles 25, Bucks 11, Rams 16, and Bengals 19. Finally, right. Joe Burrow won something. I forgot to do this. Before we go to break, I'm going to come back to 
college football. USC travels to Boulder to take on Colorado. Colorado got Colorado. smacked by Oregon last week. We'll see how the Buffs uh, respond to that, but USC wins that game. I'm taking Kentucky over number two, 22 Florida up there in Le- Lexington, and are you ready for my upset pick? Yeah. Auburn beats Georgia. You think? Don't come for Georgia like hmm. that. Auburn beats Georgia in Jordan-Hare Stadium. This Saturday. Are you ready to eat crow? Sure. Okay. As long as you season it. Okay. Other college football games. There's really not. I mean, you've got number 24, Kansas versus Texas. That's not going to be a close game. Texas is really good. But I'm calling it right now. Auburn over Georgia. And with that and the hate mail that I'm about to get, we're going to go to break. (laughs) When we come back, we're going to talk about those great local events that have been recruited to Polk County, generating that economic impact. Stick around, everybody. Talk Radio, 96.7. Sports Central on the radio, brought to you by Jimmy John's. Freaky fast. Let's get back to it. In the chairs, Becky, Neil, and Caitlin. And looking at this, uh, looking at you going from east to west, I hate to tell you this, but Caitlin is the West End girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's the song. They don't even have the song. I know what the song is. You do? Okay. All right. You judge me every time we're on here. Well, we're going to make our Jimmy John's Freaky Fast Picks because I forgot to do it last segment because, as usual, you guys distracted me. Sorry. Okay. Easily done. Ready? All right. NFL picks. Let's go. Detroit, Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay. Kaylin? Green Bay. <laughs> Atlanta, Jacksonville? Hmm. Oh, I picked Green Bay, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I picked Jacksonville. Miami, Buffalo. Hmm. Buffalo. Miami. I picked Miami. Denver, Chicago. Two terrible teams. <laughs> uh, I'll go for the Bears, just for our boy Josh Hicks. Okay. I did um, I did Denver. Denver. Baltimore, Cleveland. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. I went Cleveland. Cincinnati, Tennessee. Cincinnati. Yeah, we all know who yeah, I picked. Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, Los Angeles Rams or the Colts? Colts. Colts. I picked the Rams. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> Tampa Bay, New Orleans. <laughs> uh, the Bucks. The Bucks. <laughs> Washington, Philadelphia. <laughs> okay, please. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Some of these you can just fill in. Minnesota, Carolina. Hmm. Two terrible teams. Uh, Minnesota. Carolina. You're wrong now. Pittsburgh, Houston. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You're right now. Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Chargers. 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 Well, now you're just copying. (laughs) New England, Dallas. 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 So true. Now you're confident. Arizona, 49ers. Uh, No, that's the San Francisco 49ers. I know. Sorry. (laughs) 49ers. (laughs) I was going to say uh, Kansas City, New York. Kansas Sorry, City. the Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, Kansas City. Kansas. Me and my Swifties. Heck yeah. Seattle, Giants. Mm. Giants? I went Giants. Mm, Seattle. Okay. All right. All right, we got three minutes left. You got some upcoming events that are occurring here in Polk County? 
Yep, we've got SSAC Volleyball happening the 29th to the 30th of September at Avent Health Fieldhouse in Winter Haven. There's 240 projected participants. Um, we have Mid-Florida Table Tennis Tour, um, which is September 29th to September 30th in Simpson Park Table Tennis. Uh, there is 104 projected participants. We've got WABA. I still can't remember what WABA stands for. Neil, do you know? <laughs> Don't <laughs> Keep going. Yes, well, it's baseball. Sun Classic is baseball. <laughs> September 30th to October 1st at Lake Myrtle Baseball Park. 700 projected participants. We have FYSA Sunshine Conference, which is September 30th through October 1st at Myrtle Lake Myrtle Soccer Fields, which is over 1,300 projected participants. And there's Showtime Dance Challenge, September 30th to October 1st at RP Funding. 300 projected participants. And then finally, we have the Harlem Globetrotters tip-off series. Have you ever seen them? They're yeah. So oh, we've discussed yes. this. So entertaining. They were on Dance Moms. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> um, tickets went on sale on Monday at 10 a.m. They were also on Scooby Doo. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> on December 17th at the RP Funding Center, and you can purchase these tickets at RP Funding Center Center. Oh, box office Monday and Thursday, 9 to 5, Easy or online at www.rvfundingcenter.com. <laughs> Don't Boom. forget to go to visitcentralflorida.org, um, and you can get information. Right now, over there at Legoland Florida Resort, Brick or Treat is going on. I loved Brick or Treat So last good. Year. So good. We are so blessed to have Legoland. Uh, of course, you go out to Bock Tower Gardens, Circle B Bar Reserve. There's so much to do. Don't sit on your couch. Get off your couch and go do something. Invite your family and friends to come to Central Florida's Polk County uh, so they can, uh, you know, they can come. They don't have to stay in your house. You can put them at one of these great hotels or uh, vacation rental homes. Because let's admit it, a lot of people have moved down here. So go to visit Central Florida, get them the information, and figure out where you're going to do it. For the whole crew here, Caitlin, Eric, Rebecca, this is Neil Duncan. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you right here next Thursday from 5 to 6 for Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Good night, everyone.